Hi, I'm Pauline. Hey, I'm Priscilla. I'm Pal. And I'm Tamiron. And this is the P3T Podcast. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> you guys remember that thing for Yoo-hoo! Picks our blood. No? Anyone? Mm-hmm. Oh, just yeah. Frozen. Y'all are uncultured. <laughs> Blasphemy. Yeah, I think you should. It's a good movie. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, and we are really excited for this episode. It's quite an interesting one, part two. As we promised, it's on femininity. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is Femininity Part 2. Watch um, <laughs> by popular demand. Yes. <laughs> we listen to you. Yeah. We listen to you. If you haven't um, tuned into the previous Femininity Part 1, please do make sure to listen in, like, share, comment, anything. Um, we really appreciate it. Also, yeah, we hope you really enjoy this episode. So, um, starting, mm-hmm. uh, I have just one question. Okay, a series of questions, obviously. <laughs> but, okay, as how we left it off in our previous episode, there are a couple of things we did not tackle. So, since we're in a world of social media, we're in a world of internet, and all this um, society stuff coming into the online culture and everything, what do you think is the biggest problem with the depiction of women in society, especially in the media? Like, is there something that just asks you or you just, just, you just don't appreciate about women and how they're displayed in um, the media? Yes, Pauline? For me... It's not really a certain way they display women. Mm-hmm. It's just the idea that woman is is one thing. Mm. The idea that if you don't, if you aren't this, you are not woman. You get. Mm. So I think that usually makes me a bit. I don't want to say angry, but it pisses me off because, mm-hmm. like, it's women are so many things. They're mm-hmm. so they have different interests. They have like different wants, needs, likes. So to sit down and tell young impressionable girls that this is what woman looks like, and if you are not this, you are not woman. Mm-hmm. I think that's very. It's bad. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I think for me. I don't know. I I've just been I've been getting so triggered all over social media because of this man, this one man called Andrew Tate. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> like, hey, what? Kai. Okay. So Andrew Tate is is he's a very all these Andrews have issues. Me, no. If your name is Andrew, Andrew Kibe, Andrew Tate. May I just say, we don't have hate for Andrews, just those two Andrews. No, no, actually, maybe I do. I know, I know. I feel like Lokio. I know a decent Andrew. I also know a decent Andrew. But no, no, okay, I know a But he's not Andrew, he's Andre. But anyway, point is, um, what he's so archaic in his thinking for him, he has a sister and he has a brother. This is just basically a tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. but hey, you know what he said? 
Ati, I have a sister. I don't know what else to do. I don't know how else to relate to women except through sex or if I want sex from you. So me, I don't even talk to my sister because what am I telling her? Like, I can't have sex with her. So, like, I have nothing to do with her. I please. I Actually, the only reason I talk to women is when I've had I've had sex with you and I want it again or I want I just want it from you. So I was like, what? what? Can we throw each other? Can we throw him out to the window? Kindly. Can we? Yes. <laughs> Let's yes. drive over him. No, but you see. What's even more dangerous is that his audience is mostly is like young, young boys. Young boys. Like so teenagers. Young boys are taking everything and like, she's yes. to leave us a man. <laughs> and the second thing is, he's not the only type of person who's even here in our country. Yeah. It's like that. Like you go for like traditional kikuyu you have nothing to ask from your mother or your sister apart from you have nothing to ask a woman for apart from your physical needs as a man mm. outside of that she does not matter in your life she doesn't have an opinion she's a child mm. and is, is that a child or an object yeah, yeah. Adulted is that as a white man yes <laughs> I, with with such a large no he's not only a white man but he's a white man with a large following mm. of of young boys, of young boys. Mm. that's what he's telling them anyway point being the objectification <laughs> of the objectification and sexualization of women yeah. is not it i just wanted to say you see how we are so angry at and rooted because he has a a young audience mm. i feel like also what is lacking in a lot of societies Maybe it's lacking because it truly does not exist. But mm-hmm. guys that teach young people how to treat women like human beings, yeah. I feel like they're absent. <laughs> and maybe they're absent either because they don't not, talk. There's this, okay, there's this podcast called Man Talk K.E. They yeah. try. They yeah. try. Okay, so they exist. Okay, I retract my statement. <laughs> but they don't appeal to young boys. They appeal to young men. Yeah. So as a teenager, you're yeah. going to grow up feeling reckless, yeah. Then now when you when now you're broken, <laughs> now you discover man talk key. Then you're fixing yourself. There's no there's not many people who appeal to young, young. teenage boys. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have anything to add, I agree with the both of you. Mm. I think for me, um, it's not so like far from what you guys have mentioned, but I think what really acts me is the same way Pauline was saying, it's like there's only one type of woman and there are no variations in women. Mm. And the I find it a lot of, I mean, I find it mean and also annoying when there's just this one beauty standard set up for women. You must have flawless skin, you must have long hair, you must have um, a thin waist, bodacious body, um, big bust, big bum, you know, such like beauty standards that have been put in place and like, oh yeah, that's beauty. And okay, I, I, I'm not sure if I've seen much of it in Africa, like people being, okay, yeah, there are some mm. girls who are... Uh, and afraid or are not so comfortable in their skin but I think I've seen it a lot on social media in like the western countries where a lot of women go even do like um, plastic surgeries to like okay I'm not saying I'm again I don't want to come controversial but um, a lot of women try to change the way they have been created to 
suit a certain standard. Yeah, to mm. suit a certain standard um, so that they can ap- um, appeal to the beauty standard that the imaginary beauty standard that has been put in place by social media, which I think is not right in my honest opinion. Yeah. And it changes all the time. I don't know that you yeah. guys saw this video of this mama who was talking about, okay, in 2020, this was the preferred beauty standard. It was basically slim thick. Mm. In Sijui, 20, the early 2000, it was bigger breasts. Mm. In Sijui, the what it was a slimmer waist. It was being size zero. So, like, yo, are you going to, like, okay, if you're born in 2000, okay, 1985, in Africa, 2000, you're being told, bigger breasts. So you go change your breasts. Mm. And then you get to 206, yeah, where it's size zero. Okay, you remove all your fat. And then you get to 2020, where it's slim thick. Okay, you take your fat to your, to your bum. bum. Like what? Yeah. You just keep on changing your body. Yeah. To suit a standard, so many resources being used. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone said the beauty standard is dependent on which clothes the fashion industry wants to sell, mm. and I've oh, never been able to stop thinking about it like true. that. Oh my goodness, that's mm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Either way, it's quite sad that we live in such a world. Mm. Um, another question would be like, um with now this whole talk on beauty standards and how like there are some beauty standards that honestly i feel like should be scrapped off and i think we should take people as they are um do you think that society has become lenient in terms of the beauty standards they are portraying for instance let me give an example for example how a while okay a while back women were encouraged or there was a lot of fat shaming or body dysmorphia to like plus-sized women, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, let's say back in the 2000s, even prior, I know like the 50s, it was a lot. Like uh, women would wear corsets that are so cinched up mm-hmm. that you just look so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, now we live in a somewhat... Okay, it's now progressing, but women are now allowed to be plus-sized. Women don't feel shamed as much. Mm-hmm. Um, because of being the certain size that they are. So do you think that we are going backward or we are moving forward? And also with the whole thing about like now plus size women, um, there are some, okay, some, not all, there are some fitnesspreneurs that come out to say, Ati, you know, the way we're encouraging plus size women, we're encouraging a society that is lenient on having healthy living, mm-hmm. healthy eating, healthy activities like exercises so are we moving backward are we moving forward where are we, are we stuck are we stuck yes pal i, I can say we're, we're moving forward and backward in, in different aspects so mm-hmm. if you talk about like um, acceptance of all body sizes that's when we're moving forward because now we have things like plus size models plus size um influencers you know yeah. and they're really doing well in the industry right now but also in terms of like the still the type of body you should have as considered desirable, mm-hmm. still we are still at the same place we were yesterday and ten years ago. Yeah. You must right now you must be I don't know what's the trend right now. I, I think it's going back to slim. It's slim. Yeah. yeah. So the trend I think the trend is going back to slim, yeah. So still society babe mm-hmm. you know. So it's 
I don't know, it varies. So we are moving forward, but also we are not. Yeah, mm. yeah. I feel like social media makes it seem as though we are moving forward. But then, honestly, if you took our ground, it's different. <laughs> different. Mm. So I remember I was watching this episode on they were doing a, a slim versus thick challenge or something. Mm-hmm. So I remember one of them said something about, like, yeah, you s- like there's this whole assumption that uh, like thicker girls are, are most desirable in Africa. But then she was bullied all through, called, throughout a primary and uni and primary and high school for being a bit bigger, and even in uni she felt as though, like the people being picked up most are the 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 slimmer, more thin girls. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, all this to say, like it's, it's good to see that things are progressing. In social media, but then qua ground, we too bad. We too bad. Mm. But then I feel slowly, slowly, as maybe social media influences people more, we might will get there eventually. But then for now, it's very slow. Mm. I agree with both of you because I think yes, we are seeing a lot of more plus size models, which is probably something you wouldn't have seen in the 50s. Like a plus size girl walking down the runway or, you know, a plus size girl being um, exalted on YouTube or like, especially like this, there's quite a number of channels on YouTube and TikTok that do this trend where you take the same outfit on a like slim girl and then, yeah. Yeah. So like such things are becoming more common and Mm. more available. But then, there is still, as Paul was saying, there is still that ideal body mm. that everyone is told this is what you need to look like. And until we remove that ideal body, I don't think we're ever going to get anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Actually, and then you. I feel like, sorry to say, but like the people being appreciated are the ones on the extreme or the people you get to see. Mm. So, like, you're either plus size or you're either really slim. Okay, let me say in the modeling world. Industry. Mm. Industry, yeah. You're either plus size. Not your plus size. See, plus size. Mm. <laughs> or you're either slim. There's no in-between. There's no allowance for in-between. Yeah. And there are honestly people who have in-between bodies, but they don't feel represented, represented in yeah. the runways and stuff. So, yeah, that's all. I agree with all of you. <laughs> I don't have any takeaways or um, additions. Mm-hmm. So we'll move to the next question. Um, obviously, as women, there are a couple of stereotypes we've, en- we've encountered and we've experienced also, be it in school, be it at home, be it in our interactions with friends outside. So um, what do you think are those stereotypes that have stood out for you? And like, what are your opinions about it? Like, just share that stereotype that, hey, stood out for you and you think you need to talk about it yes pal um so first i want to say we're not going to exhaust all the stereotypes yeah some which have gone and come and will come and go yeah uh, so we're just touching on some so the first one the one that asks me the most is a woman if she's upset she must be on her period 
she must be PMSing. And I'm like, no, I can genuinely, you can genuinely it's upset genuine me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a you can upset me and I can be upset and you don't have to say or you don't have to assume that, that you know, I'm on my period. So that's now when I'm on mine, I make a point of not acting different. Like you won't know. You'll only have to see me smuggling a pad into my pocket or something for you to know I'm on my period. But other than that, I make sure I'm, that time, that time Mutanyona, I will be Wow, I'll be smiling, I'll be happy with you. <laughs> yeah, but also, hey, man, women are feeling pain at that time, you yeah. know. So it's, but it's it's not the only time when we're yeah. upset. Yeah. That's not time to say. Can I get upset at any other time? Yeah. I, I think I'm going to answer your previous question, then answer this one. Mm-hmm. You, like a part of that question was uh, with fitness preneurs telling us that we're we are perpetuating an unhealthy lifestyle mm. by um by <laughs> oh by 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 you know encouraging people to be plus size blah blah blah. Honestly, there are people who are just naturally big. Yeah. Whether they work out as much as they can or whatever, like they'll never get to that ideal size. Mm. So making them fit into a box is just unfair. Unfair. However, I do I do agree with the fact that you should be fit. Like just because you're big or you're bigger doesn't mean you're not fit. Yeah. Like there are so many people who are gym rats and they are big. But they are fit. Probably mm-hmm. fitter, like, than, fitter yeah. than people who you wouldn't consider unfit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Before you talk about your stereotype, I have something. Well, I don't think it's something to add, but a funny thing I saw is this lady, she went through so many dietitians and so many nutritionists telling her, eat this, don't eat this, eat this, don't eat this. Mm-hmm. And then she went to her doctor and her doctor was like, just eat your normal food. Mm. <laughs> eat your normal food, get your, do movement, don't just sit in the house, like exercise, and you should be fine. Mm. So now her new thing is, if you want to give her any nutrition advice, show her your medical degree. Mm. Without a mm. medical degree, I don't care what you have to say to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that worked for you. Good, to, eh, good, good for you. Kudos. Yeah. But me, for me, if you want to give me advice, show me your medical degree. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, back to the other question mm-hmm. on stereotypes. I think, oh, the one I'd say is that if a man says something, it comes from a logical point of view. But then when a woman says something, it comes from an emotional point of view. Mm. Women are logical. Come mm. on. <laughs> or, oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Just in addition to that, if men are like, um, say what they mean, they are assertive, mm. they are dominant. Mm. If women say what they mean, they are stubborn. They're angry, mm. they are they're stubborn, they are not soft like a woman, you know. Mm. Um, what what is the one that I wanted to say? Oh, for me it was the one <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought about how I'd build build on that, but I don't help oh. me build on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, when a woman when a when a man says something mm-hmm. or oh, when a man makes a decision it's from a logical point of view but from but a then woman can't think yeah there's women emotions they can't separate yeah, yeah. yeah. no women are smart yeah. women are going to govern their whole home yeah. alone alone uh, and home we buy food 
Yeah. And it stays for the month or for however long we want it to. Is that not logic? Yes. yes. Like, you know, if we were running on emotions, how many children would not have made it? Because children, yeah. for me to deal with a child, need I need logical. to be not emotional. Yeah. Because children are the epitome of emotional. Yeah. So, like, if we were both emotional, we'll never move. Mm. True. Yeah, I feel, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's It's a gross stereotype. And then I feel like, Associating women with emotions is not necessarily a bad thing because mm. then women are able to express themselves and they don't have to hold back their emotions because if you hold back your emotions, then you might start having rage, yeah. anger issues, which is very, very prominent yeah, amongst, amongst the other among, gender. Yeah. <laughs> so, that other gender. <laughs> if you hold things in, then it's not healthy. So I feel like women, they we strike a healthier, not healthier, let me say completely healthy, a healthier balance mm. between thoughts and emotions logic and, and logic emotion. between yeah. logic and emotion yeah mm. yeah mm. okay sorry <laughs> women can't be both they can't um. be smart and beautiful mm. they can't be homemakers and a working wife mm. you can't be a loving nurturing woman and assert your dominance yeah. you know like yeah, I don't know who lied to men that women is either or. Mm. <laughs> like, there's... You, you can't sit down and define woman because mm. woman exists in many shapes and sizes, in many thoughts and hobbies. Mm. Like, to sit down and say, ah, that woman... You know, I used to think it was an archaic thing. Mm. But the number of times someone has looked at me and said, oh, you do this and this course, you must not enjoy... Um, what is What is something that... Like, yeah, femininity things. Mm, you must not enjoy makeup. You must not enjoy doing your hair. You must mm. not enjoy dressing. And can I just say me? I love dressing. Eh? Yeah. So like it's 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 such a weird thing to me that you have to be either or. Mm. You know, like even growing up, if you're like a tomboy, what is it? Sorry, no, I didn't know. This character is not the if you're like growing up if you're a tomboy or let's not let me not even say if you're a tomboy if you like football you can't like the color pink Mm. or if you like playing sports you can't like hanging out with girls or playing with dogs and that's that is weird eh? it Mm. doesn't make any sense like i feel like for me I, i strike a balance between being like assertive and bold and also being like a softer person, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. a more kind, a more nurturing person. So, to put me in a box, I wouldn't fit. Do mm. I'm 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 in both in a way. You get. Yeah. So yeah, also, I agree I with you. I don't think I strike a balance. It depends on my situation. If like we're doing a group assignment. Mm. Imagine me in Takwas Nimba, like for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you submit your work, like from the get go, mm-hmm. I tell people. This is the deadline for submitting. This is my personal deadline for submitting the work for me to compile. If you did not submit it by the deadline, do not talk to me, do not call me, do not text me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. And then, but after you submit your work, ah, uh, or even Best before, piece. even mm-hmm. before you submit your work, need to hear to your submission. Then it's like one hour in Bakari. But before that, ah, uh, we be besties, besties, and then I be like, where? <laughs> yeah, so for me, it just depends on the situation. For the most part, I'll be nice. But if like something is at the cost of my grades mm. and medication or something like that, mm. that touches us. Yeah, 
Mm, I also feel like also to build on Pauline's point, I think the whole association of a woman can't be both beautiful and have brains is so outdated Mm. with the fact that, you know, you hear, okay, I hear some stories that quite, uh, they arc me out because now a person is like, I have had a story of a woman who at men are stunned by how intelligent she is and how beautiful she is. And you know, even this whole stereotype of let's say blondes, like in Western countries, mm-hmm. at a blonde, they're all they are beautiful, yes, but then they're always associated to being daft. They don't know anything, they are clueless, they're not informed, which is quite um sad. Also another stereotype that um is yeah, perpetrated. yeah, it's perpetrated that I just don't like. Is how ati women are born naturals and men are born leaders, and I'm like, okay, let's be let's be honest. Let's just Tujita and Kutano. <laughs> how many countries that are led by women have grown successfully, and like this majority of countries that are led by men. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a little bit of an unfair metric mm-hmm. because how many women leaders have there been and how many men male leaders have there been. I understand mm-hmm. that um the female, the women leaders have done a fantastic job mm-hmm. because they've had to prove themselves. You yeah. get it's not easy to get to where they are. So these are the best of the best mm. being picked if you're a woman. But for men, because now we are so complacent about it, yeah. we just let anyone enter. You get like no, I won't say anything about my elections. <laughs> but yeah, you get like mm. yeah, if you look at if that argument, yes, it holds a little bit of water because um yeah, definitely the women have done a, a fantastic job, job in comparison to all the men who are the majority of the world leaders. Yeah. Mm. However, the reason why they're doing a fantastic job is because these are the best who have been selected. Mm. You know, then they have, and that the reason they're there is because they fought so hard to be there, so they have to prove themselves. Mm. But isn't there like a oh sorry, yes. isn't there like a complacency amongst like you know this kind of thing of you know a woman's role stay at home do mm. this usual usual thing like you're meant to just be like in a way like beneath mm. and being a leader for a woman is like um like what you posted on your instagram about baby in bbc africa the mm. documentary oh. yeah where like a lot of um female leaders aspirants. yeah or female aspirants um face a lot of backlash and Central. threats mm. and so much issues because they are vying to be leaders mm. so i don't know Pauline. I think, okay, I had quite a bit to say, but mm-hmm. let me start with the point about um, women. Oh, the whole women are naturals. Mm. No, let's start with the whole women need to stay at home. Yeah. In this economy, mm. yeah. if we are not both making a salary, our children are sleeping hungry. True. Simple. That's the, that's the fact. Yeah. We can't both sit at home. It's not possible. We wouldn't be able to provide for not just our children, even ourselves. Because me... I yes I'm working but I also want to go on holiday. Eh? Yeah. I also want to eat good food. Like I'm not working so that I eat ugali and mboga the entire my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like we wouldn't be able to create a life that's good just because that's the the way the economy is. Yeah. So that thought process, 
<laughs> unless you want to sleep outside not, not be able to make rent and pay bills yeah. like it doesn't make sense to me but you mm. see now with that light people can say okay so go work but don't be a leader in the workplace yeah now mm. that's the next thing I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. the whole women are naturals men are leaders mm. I feel like first of all that is not even comparable mm. eh? yeah. because Yes, I'm a natural at home because my children don't need a leader. Mm. My children need a mother. Yeah. But at work, my the people who are working um like with us, for example, in school, Pal has said she needs to be simakali mm. so that people meet deadlines mm. and deadlines need to be made, mm. met. So now I'll sit here and wait for a man. To come, to come and tell people, okay, it's time to do work. No. Yeah. And qu- these people who don't meet deadlines, see, some of them are men. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they not leading? All Most of them. of them are men. Yeah. 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 Why are they not doing the role of a leader? Yeah. So it's an unfair, you, you can't compare the two roles. Mm. It's the same way you if you tell a father who is a single father mm. and is raising his children, he must be nurturing mm. to yeah. raise his children. Yeah. So now we're going to see them be like why are you not leading in your house mm, exactly. because his children don't need a leader they need a natural so it's it's a it's a very it's <sighs> so, okay. can, can yeah. i just add to that um, one of my lecturers told us that um sometimes like when you're writing a paper yeah mm-hmm. um and you decide to use opposites of a word you shouldn't do that because then it doesn't mean the same thing so for example mm-hmm. you but you guys would say the happiness, the, the opposite of happiness is sadness, mm-hmm. yeah? And if I asked you right now, are you happy? Let's assume you're not happy, yeah? yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm okay. so happy. Let's assume, like if you were in school right now about mm. to take exams, would you be happy? No. no. But, but would you sad? be sad? No. 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 So, so the opposite, you're not sad. you would say you're unhappy. Uh, you get? So uh, the opposite of leadership is not nurturing. And the opposite of nurturing <laughs> is, is not, not leadership. Because it's not the same thing. Yeah. Very now Pauline, you said, you can't compare the two. Yeah. Because the same as happiness and sadness. The opposite of happiness is not sadness. Mm. You get it. Yeah. yeah. It just depends on your mood. So things... Hap- leadership stands alone. Nurturing stands, stands alone. alone. Compare them separately. Uh-huh. Talk about them in separate rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh. I have a question for all of you. Yeah. Have you ever been put in a box by put just because you're a woman? Mm. Like because you're a woman, you're like you see all the stereotypes you've given. Mm. So because you're a woman, you cannot escape these things. Like I had a conversation with someone recently. And they're like, oh, but you know, women are like this, they do these things, so do what? And then I kept countering them like, no, but you can do it, like, I would do it in this and this and this way. And he's like, yeah, but how many women are like, you can't even believe Oh, I was having a conversation with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I was having a conversation with a friend. A while ago, and I was explaining to them why we don't like getting cut cold. Mm-hmm. So I was like, You, me, I'm telling you, I'm a woman, mm. I don't like being cut cold. Hear me for what I'm saying. Mm. And then he was like, Ah, but we don't do it for that. We, we are doing it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, yeah, thanks, but I'd prefer you come up to me and tell me to my hi, face, yeah. hi, I like this, this, and this, rather than just whistling at me as I walk. Mm. 
Then he was like, you, but you know you're very different, you know? <laughs> uh, like, look look at where I am and look at where you're at. Like, you know, socially, we're in different places. So, I mean, the women I interact with love it. Mm. So I'll continue doing it. Or rather, not I'll continue doing it. So I don't see the problem doing it. Mm. And I was like, but no, like... I was trying to explain to him why it's not right to do it. Mm. Why it's not a compliment. Not why it's not a compliment. Mm. Hey? Yeah. I went you round think... and round. Sorry. And then we had yeah, we had to end the conversation because we were getting upset. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then when you get Can upset, it's because upset? you're on your period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was crazy. Can I just say back to the assignment thing? The reason I'm so strict is because when I'm paired with people, they feel the need, especially, okay, it's not only guys, yeah? Mm. But the most common cases are with guys, yeah? Mm. They see, ah, this girl is in the group, she'll do all the work for us because mm. she's not going to be mm. confrontational. Mm. She's not going to come to me and tell me, do oh, your work. Do your work, could I need the work? You know, I can easily just. Be a, be a pushover mm. and she'll do the work and I'll get my A. Yeah, mm. I'll pass this assignment. So that's now that's why I'm the way I am mm. because I had this group this last same where we were told that we could pick on groups and I was so excited. Mm. And some of my friends in school, some of my good friends in school are in that class as well. Mm. So we just like as soon as the lecturer said you can pick your own people, like we all just turned and looked at each other and said, You better not be picking anyone else to do this assignment. Mm. And that was the Aki I didn't talk to anyone, I didn't have to call any, I didn't have to text anyone. We said when we had meetings to discuss the topic, we all attended the online meeting. We were all there. We all contributed. You know, mm-hmm. when I know a group is going to be effective and efficient, then I'm not going to bother you. Yeah. But now, because I keep getting into new classes each time with different people, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know who the pushover is. You don't know who's not going to do their work. Mm-hmm. So you better just set it straight from the beginning and say, hi, if you don't submit your work, that's because mm-hmm. now... I know so many people and so many girls who in their groups who are the people who are pushing them over. I know guys, so many all the same. time. Mm. All the, and it's always girls facing these issues. Mm, yes, yeah. there are decent guys out there because I have friends who are guys who also face the Do, same issues. Yeah. yeah. But all the girls I talk to, the ineffective people in their groups are more mm. likely they're not going to be the guys. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Can I add to what Tamiran was talking about? So Tamiran was talking about how she was explaining to her male friend mm. how catcalling is not a compliment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I just, it reminded me, sometimes when you're talking to these men, <laughs> allow me, just for this episode, to refer to you people as these men, <laughs> because <laughs> I am angry. <laughs> but sometimes and we are not on our period. Yeah. <laughs> we are allowed to None of us. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, these men, when you're talking to them about your experiences as a woman, you can think even them they've had a vagina for their whole life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they are so opinionated. Yeah. Like, listen to me. I'm the one who's telling you. Yeah. And I'm like, sir, 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 Man's are you female me. with me? Yeah. Are we female together? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you as a woman why this is not a compliment. Yeah. And then I will listen to you as a man why you think it's a compliment. Yeah. Don't come in here telling me, ah, but you know you women. But you know, I don't know. Yeah. Let me tell you what I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I just say that um I just want to preface and preface and say it's not all men. Yeah. Understand? <laughs> because let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. I have this one friend, just one, this one, one friend, friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's of late. 
he's been so like interested in like, but it's just like a curiosity thing yeah mm-hmm. in like learning more about women and being conscious about women issues so he sends me like tiktoks he sends me questions just that he can be more informed yeah. as a man wow. and i find that's that so amazing. empowering mm-hmm. even like right now he sent me a whole tiktok yeah. and i've not looked at it at you that is a man <laughs> yeah. i'll ask him yeah we all have his number <laughs> so progressive in that way and it's such a breath of fresh air you know mm-hmm. to have someone who like is not afraid to come and ask me as a woman is this true mm-hmm. what is your opinion he should come for the masculinity he yeah yeah he wanted to he wanted to mm-hmm. yeah before you continue mm-hmm. again as Paul said it's not all men we're not here to uh shame we're not here to call out men we know 25% of you listen to this podcast are amazing <laughs> <laughs> And we don't hate you. Yeah. Yeah. We need to heal. We need to heal. Yeah, we need to heal. We need to heal. We need to heal. We need to heal. We in the process. Because nobody is perfect, but Jesus will perfect us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing contribution, you yeah. As we are nearing to conclusion... I had another question, which I think a lot of women would like to, if they had the opportunity, they talk about it because a lot of women have experienced backstabbing, certain things that um, <sighs> some women contribute to the issues that us as women also face. So, do you, what are the kind of issues, or what do you, how do I explain? Yeah, like what do you think that women? have been a catalyst or a facilitator to the issues that we face as women in society today. And if so, have you experienced such? And if you'd like to explain yourselves, uh, yeah, give your... Explain yourself. Yeah. So, for context, we are recording our episodes um, like two, three days before election. So, I'll give my example in relation to politics. Um, there's... So many women who are going to say, Mrs. Vote Mama. And it's so heartbreaking to see because some women are genuinely qualified to maybe to be in a certain seat, yeah? Mm-hmm. But just because they're a woman, just because people hold the belief that women cannot be leaders or they cannot lead the a certain part of the country or even the whole country effectively. My, is the reason they are not going to get voted. Not because they are incompetent, not because they are corrupt, not because they have stolen money, not because of any of that, because solely because of the fact that she's not a man. You know? So, and I find that sad to see. You mm. know? You should you should rule people out or rule them in because of what they've done and their capabilities and abilities and how they've proven them to us, not their gender. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, do you know how to answer this question? <laughs> but I've had the worst among the worst heartbreaks is from like okay, for females, is when their fellow female friend breaks their trust or betrays them. Mm. I personally haven't gone through that, and I thank the Lord. And I'm also, <laughs> I'm also grateful that. I'm surrounded by um, good women. <laughs> like, um, you know, wonderful ladies who will cheer you 
and will um what's the support you support, support you, you and keep you accountable mm, they'll yeah. keep you accountable and they'll check you when they need to check you so i i hope that i never have to experience any pain from friendship but i have had it's terrible yeah. so i think that's one we we can i just add oh, sorry. <laughs> um can i just add i think women some some women also don't like seeing women start, like flourishing yeah. we went for this um woman like career talk we stumbled on it when we were doing our 12 churches yeah <laughs> so after the service they're like oh um young ladies you can stay behind there's a session for you Nini. and it was like a panel of very um influential women in the country mm. and one of them was talking about the way like she's met presidents of different countries and whatever mm-hmm. and then the last question that was asked and like she's so successful yeah mm-hmm. and she's gotten scholarships to go study she's never paid for school fees ever for university mm-hmm. yeah and then so she's so influential yeah and then the last question that was asked was so have you ever mentored anyone like in your field to come up like you have you, what have, what do you do when you're mentoring yeah mm-hmm. she was like you know i don't mentor and I was like, what? <laughs> You're such a successful woman. Well, the first thing you should be doing is bring people up. Even though it's not fellow women, bring someone up. Uh, you know? So it's so sad to see women not bringing other women up when you, you've you made it, yeah? yeah? Bring women up with you, you know? Mm-hmm. If we're talking about female empowerment, let's actually implement Empower. it. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, just that lack of support among women where if I've made it, then now nakusahau, is prominent among women because mm. yeah. you don't want to be dragged down by another woman because mm. you know how hard it is to get that. But I feel like we should challenge that. Mm. Yeah. And mm. just to add on to what she said, I feel like with the whole empowerment initiative of women, mm-hmm. empowerment starts within us, like mm. amongst us. We can't expect to get empowerment from men or from other people before we start empowering ourselves as women. So. Mm. Yeah, as they say, change starts with you individually. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that a lot of people don't realize, or people probably realize it, yeah. <laughs> but like these things start from such a young age. Mm-hmm. Because can you, re- okay, me personally, the amount of times I have had girls, young girls say, ah, me, I can't have female friends. Mm-hmm. Female friends is just drama. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, if you are having drama with your friends and they happen to be female. The problem is not their gender. Eh? The problem is them. Yeah. <laughs> As people, they are not good people. Yeah. Not because they are women, but because they are just, yeah, yes, they need to just, be told. Yeah. And then also, like from, so from such a young age, women are constantly trying to be like the boys, constantly trying to have male friends, constantly trying to be cool. And like Priscilla said, you can't expect empowerment from guys if we're constantly looking for that validation, looking for guys to come and like, why are we waiting? Guys who don't even understand this trouble. Like, why are we waiting for them to come and be like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Being a woman it can have challenges. Like, we don't need your validation. Yeah. But also, like, it's hard for you not to look for that validation mm-hmm. if from such a young age you've been taught to believe 
you and against other women. Mm. It's you against other women. Yeah. You against other women. You and women can't be the same team. You need to fight them if you want to survive in this world. So you can see me like I'd like a guy is dating two girls at the same time. Who mm. looked about them in Guinea? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 She's not she's not even whether or not she knew about you. Ataye, she doesn't know about to this girl about your relationship with your boyfriend. It was you and your boyfriend. So Jama Jama mess and any mpambane. Eh. Umwache and life moves on. Like you could connect to Umstana Mina Shwali, Shwali Shwali. Now what will you do? What does that mean? What does that you'll get your love back from her? The love she stole. Yeah, actually, um, it's also in relation to what Kelly just said. I think um, a lot of okay, I've seen it in the older generation though, mm-hmm. where a lot of um, like let's say aunts and some moms would prioritize or put marriage in such a high pedestal, where like even walking out of like uh, a, a, a yeah a, a terrible marriage or something that's not working out for you or even an abusive one is so hard because you go seek advice because usually before you consult let's say a pastor or it reaches the point where you're going to see a lawyer you obviously consult family members mm. so you'd go tell your aunt or let's say even your mom and you're like hey mom um, this guy's abusive. I want to leave my marriage. Your mom is like, ah, okay. Some moms, not all moms, but like some moms would be like, you, you got married. It's your marriage. You can't walk out. Mm-hmm. You need you know? to fix it. You need to fix it. And then you know, it's <laughs> like starting. It's like a woman Bully is triggered. Yeah. Is triggered. <laughs> it's like a woman, like the mar, the 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 success of a marriage or the success of any relationship, like on the woman. Mm. Mm. Like it's like she's in in that relationship by herself. It's like there's no other person in that relationship, mm. which is so wrong. And and sadly, it really irritates me. Sadly, a lot of women that I've gotten to interact with, even though they're older than me, is um they stay in such relationships and some even in such marriages because they don't want to cause shame mm. to their mom, mm. to their family. Mm. And who's making them feel like this? Their moms. Mm. Because you know, um even some moms would pride themselves or some aunts would pride themselves, you know, even my husband was like that. Like in Nini Vumilia. And you know that's what they say in Nini in marriage can not marriage casting. Mm-hmm. Like you see when you go for mm-hmm. wedding pre-marital, yeah. you go for even a wedding shower, mm-hmm. a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. They'll go and tell you, they'll sit down and they'll tell you mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, men, they go and they have all these side hustles, but they decide, ladies, mm. but you should always remain, you should yeah, always mean. stay. You yeah. know, it's how just, it's just the nature of men. men. No, it's not. Exactly. <laughs> it's not, yes, Pauline. Can I just say, I think the problem of this, this entire thing stems from woman is only wife. Mm. Woman yes. is only mother. Mm. Yes. Woman is only natural. You know, you know, Woman is first and foremost, not even first and foremost. Woman is final God's child. Amen. That is fi- that's it. That mm. is the only thing mm. that is your identity. Mother, that's just a role you you have to play. Mm. Wife, that's just a role you have mm. to play. Yeah. But people differentiate roles from identity. Mm. Yeah. You know, like if this marriage 
if this man quit role to identify yes if this man is beating you every day mm. this man is starving you mm. this man is making a fool out of you mm. do you not think God is happy. Do you think God is happy with this? No. Like God is anakapo anona. That's my daughter suffering in her marriage. That's what I want. That's not what God wants. Mm. You know that this conversation is not whether marriage is a sanctity because that's a different conversation sure. entirely. Yeah. This conversation is whether this woman who is in pain in her marriage should remain in pain because. Oh marriage is good. Uh, yeah. Oh marriage is ordained. Marriage is ordained. All marriage of this is, is good. true. But that's marriage. But this is yeah. a separate conversation. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the conversation. The conversation we're having is this woman is in pain and this woman before they are a woman, no, before they are a wife, before they are a Mom. mother, they are a child of God and they are a human being. Mm. Yes. And they deserve your empathy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm. And uh, I love the way Pauline just explained it <laughs> because really I think the 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 whole point of ati mwanamke ni kuvumilia you know if I it's like a woman is valued by the amount of crap she, she takes is. from someone else which is so unnecessarily useless and archaic and anachronistic mm. yeah as we conclude this would be the last question oh, mm. oh sorry sorry mm. sorry yes pal <laughs> what are you talking about and then we might take in shit oh also get me to about identity mm. um and a woman identifying herself because talking about femininity yeah, yeah. There's a lot of women, they become mothers and they become mama nani. Mm. Mm. <laughs> your name is not Gladys, your name is Mama, mama Nani. Mm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, even my mom in our estate, when they meet each other, they call because a lot of people who live in Sika are like, oh, specifically where I live. A lot of people who live where I live, they, they're like, you know, you are born in shards and then you rose up the ranks, you know? Yeah. You got like, you got good grades, you went to a good school, then uh, you know you got good opportunities, yeah. Mm. So, so a lot of those women, like where they've come from, their identity, they they don't know their identity by themselves, you know. Mm. So now they grow up thinking, I must become a mother and a wife. Mm. So when you are a mother and a wife, that is your identity. Mm. Your name is, as I said before, your name is not Gladys. Your name is Mama Jeremy. Yeah. But do you know yourself as Gladys? Mm. You know who are you really without your child? Who are you really without mm. your child? Because your husband could die and your children could live, mm. and then who are you? You know what are you going to do with your life? That's where yeah. you get these mothers that are so. Con- controlling of their married mm. children you get your now you get husbands having to choose between their mother and their wife mm. what is that mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true that's true oh. okay as we come to our conclusion mm. um to this amazing episode i think it's a it's already been tackled in a way mm. but if there's anything that you'd like to add on it mm. um feel free to do so do you guys have an issue or have you seen or experienced an issue with how women treat each other like it's yeah, already yeah it's already <laughs> like that's what it's, i'm saying it's like, you had already, experience. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. like have you had that like yeah this is actually there's someone who another fellow woman who like treated me in a way that was like um no nah i don't agree with that mm-hmm. so i want to give a caveat to that because you guys have talked a lot about yeah 
women not supporting men. Yeah. But I also, I'd also like to say, when a woman loses like her family, becomes old, let's say like in terms of marriage, she loses her husband mm. and she's old and her children are old in the middle of your house. If her husband loses the wife, that's it. Like two, three months down the line, okay. they expect the husband to also follow in mm. suit. Mm. The woman is very empowered, not because she not even empowered. Yes, she's she'll grieve over her husband over the loss of her husband, but the woman also eighty percent of the time will have such a good support system from the from her fellow women around her. Mm. When you look at yeah, when you look at female relationships versus male relationships, a lot of men say, Oh uh, you girls you're so toxic to each other and to some extent that's true. Mm-hmm. But if you also look at we can't focus on this one relationship. on this one side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at female relationships. For example, most of the relationships in my life are female. Our party university are too juicy. But even before most of my relationships have been female relationships. Most of my female relationships have been my most fulfilling relationships in my life. The relationships now that I'm developing with men platonically are still fulfilling, but I cannot say that nearly as fulfilling as even this fellowship that you guys mm-hmm. have, we have developed here together. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there are these toxic things, there's pros and cons mm-hmm. to everything, mm-hmm. but I genuinely believe that women out there okay. supporting women, mm-hmm. women are yeah. having fellowship, having communion, and it's True. amazing yeah. and it's lovely to see. Mm-hmm. That's good. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to add, you know, the way um, Karen talked about uh men calling female relationships toxic mm. men can i ask you one question just one yeah mm. why is it that you make fun of each other for loving each other i mean for loving your significant other mm. like if you buy your girlfriend flowers simp yeah. If you say nice things to your to your nini to your mom or your sister simp mm. like do you think this is normal? Mm. Because it's not. Yeah. I don't think... Well, anyway, I'm not a man. I'm not going to speak on male issues. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe you guys need to sit down help and have a meeting. Help and us understand. Yeah, please help me understand yeah, why you are this way. I'm curious. I'm genuinely curious. I'm not saying this because I hate men. I'm yeah. genuinely curious. Mm. What is it that makes you relate with each other like that? Mm. Mm. Um... Yeah, I think I agree with Karen. Mm-hmm. Women, women can be fantastic people as as in the same way that they can be toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's always two sides to everything. Mm-hmm. You see, like the way I said that there's good men out there, even though apart from my rant, my yeah. rant, my rant. Yeah. <laughs> has been a ranting episode. Yeah, so there's there's still good women out there. Like you guys are good women. You know, we can't yeah. come and say. Oh, women are bad, and then we're here doing a podcast together. Yeah, <laughs> are we saying that all the smiles that we, all the laughs that we have are fake? Are fake? No. No, no. So yeah, it's just women. Women can be good, but like, just like with choosing people in general, mm. choose your women wisely. Yeah, but also, never mind. <laughs> it's been covered. Okay. <laughs> This has been an amazing conversation. Um, I really learned a lot. And I loved the way we openly interacted. Some of you might think we are ranting, but we are not. I think we, we are. are ranting. Yes, yes. Yes. Not, yeah. <laughs> we are ranting, but I feel like it's from a point of, you know. I was told if yeah. you're not emotional about what you talk about, you're not passionate about it. Wow. 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 Snippet.
Yeah. 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 Either way, um, yeah, I feel like this has been an amazing, engaging conversation, and I think we've learned a lot from each other, and I pray and hope that you've learned also something from us to our male community. Please don't take it to heart. Just learn from, yes. Just talk it out. Yeah. And also, yeah. And also learn. Don't don't take anything. Don't take everything that we've said like we are back clashing or something. But we want you to learn from or hear out our experiences as women and learn from it. Not everything is like a war or an argument. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. We're here to have an engaging conversation, an interactive conversation. And if you feel like you want to talk to us, you can reach us on our Instagram at P3T Podcast. Also, oh yeah, you can also find all our episodes on every single podcast app other than Apple Music or Apple Podcast. Also, you can email us on P3T Podcast KE at gmail.com. Yeah, do like, do share, do subscribe. Is it subscribe or follow? Yeah, either. Um, also make sure you follow us on Instagram. And like the snippets. Yes. And like all the posts. Yes. yes. Additionally, if you have any suggestions for any other topics, like this was highly suggested by all of you to have mm. a part two, please let us know in our DMs or our comments or anywhere else that you can reach us. Yeah, so um, hope you really enjoyed this episode and we do wish you an amazing time. Have an amazing day or night or morning or evening, whatever time it is. Either way, from us, it's a bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.